What's up? You know, it's me, your boy Onyx, with the greatest intros every week. What's happening, everybody? Yo, I am here. What is going on with you? Let's get this. Let's get this. Let's get this YouTube popping. YouTube's popping. I'm watching the chat on YouTube. Let's get that going. Live chat. Let's see if the live chat on YouTube, YouTube pop, pop off. Okay. You know, get that echo out the background, all that. Well, time for me to also... Open up. I got Facebook to work. Here. Okay, let's what? mute Facebook. Let's mute Facebook. I got Facebook working. What's happening, everybody? It's another Sunday, and I'm sitting here with another fine adult beverage to talk nerd and movie news, stuff that interested me for this week, and uh, just kind of share a little bit of my weekend with you guys. Hold on. Hmm. delicious anyway oh this is one of those weekends so facebook you guys really don't get the description that youtube gets but let's talk about this the description of this week's video this video this week's show i say this week's show is entitled disney on disney outright let me say it again outright Owns your childhood. What are you going to do? Alright. What are you going to do? What you going to do? Alright. But before we get to that. We're going to go over the stuff we always go over. Which is a couple of bits of nerd news. And this week's top box office. So. Who won the box office this weekend? Who? 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 You had two heavyweights coming to the screen. You had Paramount Pictures. With Mission Impossible fallout coming to the screen y'all remember that y'all remember that scene from the trailer with henry cavill that's why i kind of wore my dc comics with superman on the shirt y'all see heavy cavill come on he was like ha ha and then you know tom cruise blowing up and flipping up stuff so he was like oh tom cruise about to blow it up then and then and only then you got teen titans go Started off with 100% on Rotten Tomatoes for a kitty cartoon. What? For a kitty cartoon that people complained about from day one. Day one. Say what? But we're going to see who won the box office. This week's top five box office. Hey, Tom Cruise is the man. Tom Cruise. He's the winner. Mission Impossible Fallout coming in at number one this weekend, pulling in $61.5 million. That's how they roll. You know, coming in at number two, which is a strong number two because they were at number two last week and they pulling $15 million this week is Mamma Mia. Here we go again. The musical sequel of ABBA Song. 
ABBA songs or ABBA. Yeah, I, I'm not even going there. Coming in to number three, which was last week's number one, your man Denzel. How <laughs> Denzel do? Get that laugh, you know. <laughs> Denzel coming in at number three with the Equalizer 2. Yo, that's hot. That's hot. We can deal with that. Coming in at number four was last week's number three, Hotel Transylvania 3. Summer Vacation by Sony. That's the kids. Yo, Drac and the Pack was back. Yo, that, that that's something else. But coming in at number five, which is surprising, Warner Brothers is just having a heck of a time with their superhero flicks. You know, this is a cartoon, and it, it was, you know, people were looking for it. Everybody was like, yo, let's get this. We down. This is, this is, we ready for it. We got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics, and it comes in fifth. They pleading the fifth. And that is Teen Titans go to the movies. Maybe they hyped that a little too much. Maybe it should have been straight to DVD. But it is what it is. I will say, I will have to say that, you know, when it comes to straight to DVD, I was ready. I was like, you know what? You know, my people at Warner Brothers Animation, they ain't hook your boy up this time with a Death of Superman DVD Blu-ray copy. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and go to the store and pick up one. Yo, <laughs> ah, it's out on digital. Oh, yeah. And it won't come out on physical release because I like having it in my hands. I'm one of them types. I like getting it in my grubby little paws. I like feeling on it, you know. I like getting a hold of the DVD, smelling the new DVD smell or the new Blu-ray smell. But everybody wants to go digital, so I'll be checking out Death of Superman uh, it's real soon, I just got to go ahead and download the dang thing, and uh, we'll go at it from there. Also, with nerd news this week, Iron Fist Season 2 got its trailer. Hold on, let's take a sip here. Mm. Iron Fist Season 2 got a trailer, and uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Um, one thing, Iron Fist was... Uh, I will say this. I will say this. Uh, Iron Fist is, uh, whatchamacallit, the first season, it needed help. I I'm going to say this. It, the first season needed a lot of help. The first season, it, it was just a, a drug. I liked it. Don't get it wrong. You can see my review on the YouTube channel or dig through the archive posts on goingfullnerd.com. I liked it, but... But it is what it is. It, it did what it did. It was okay. The fight choreography was a little off. The fight choreography for Iron Fist inside the Defenders collaborative movie was a little off. So, okay, I could deal with that. So hopefully season two looks good. But do you know what? I saw the, tree, the teaser trailer. And they had a flashback to the... You know, they had a flashback to the classic Iron Fist mask. You know, the yellow with the... Everybody... Back in the day, we used to all call them Spider-Man eyes. You know, trying to figure out how people could see out those things. But that's okay. It was cool. So we should get something decent. And hopefully... Hopefully the fight sequences are a lot, lot better. Mm. Now, the second part of our news. The Walking Dead. Dead. Now, you know, many of you, I've abandoned The Walking Dead. I've pretty much given up all hope 
you know, of ever finding out what caused the zombie apocalypse on The Walking Dead. I, you know, that was the main thing. I'm cool with everybody fighting to survive. The whole moral implication of the stories where everybody's like, well, you know, we just want to see how people work, how people react in a no-win situation, and this is what we're going with, and we're following the group of survivors with Rick Grimes. And every, yeah, okay, whatever. Y'all hold on to all that. Now, here's my, here's my two cents. Tell me what made it. Tell me what caused it, because then that can really show you the downfall of everything. But we may have a clue, and it comes from a fan theory, and it was jokingly, jokingly acknowledged by the creator and writers from the show. So what has happened is people have surmised that it is a shared universe between Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. Now, you know, you may or may not, you may or may not think that that's relevant. You may say, oh, they did it as a throwaway, it's AMC. Oh, hold on. Got to open up a nice, another cold out uh, adult beverage. Mm -hmm. Or root beer, you never know. But anyway, so, basically, people said it was the blue meth, <laughs> okay, that was highlighted by Breaking Bad. So, how, what are the clues? Okay, fan theory suggests that the blue meth from Breaking Bad is the cause. Easter eggs from the series, like Merle's season one stash of drugs, included blue meth. Daryl later remembers Merle's drug dealer was fond of calling people the B-word. <laughs> you know, I'm going to just throw that there. What's up to my man, Levi? What up? Okay. So, like Jesse Pinkman in the second episode, Glenn is driving the same Dodge Charger that Walt attempts to give his son and the Gus Fring walking away from a bomb with a blown apart face means he could have been one of the first people infected with the virus from his exposure to blue meth, thus enabling him to walk after death. Okay, basically, I will say this. It's hype. It's all hype. But, you know, I, I think that the person that wrote it, Robert, Robert Kirkman. Ooh, that hurts saying it. Robert, Robert, like a supervillain. But yo, the bottom line is this. I don't think they even thought that far in the book. I think he just wanted to write and figure out how many ways you could kill a zombie. And had that in the comic book, and then it transferred to TV, and it took off for all the casual fans. So that's cool. I dig it, you know. But, you know, for some people, for some people that is into it, why don't you help them, help us out? Just throwing it there. Well, now we've reached that time, folks. We've reached it. We've gotten to it. We've gotten to the main subject of today's episode, of today's live stream. And that is Disney owns your childhood. They own your childhood. 
If you don't think so, you tell me. Disney owns your childhood. Now, this past Friday, the shareholders at Disney voted unanimously to approve to approve the 71 billion let me hit you with two pinkies 71 billion dollar acquisition of the Fox Entertainment properties do you understand me they have voted unanimously I mean, obviously they would. I mean, the only hurdle left is is the judicial system, is the government. You know, whether that they say, wait a minute, wait a minute, y'all getting too big. Y'all can't be doing this, Disney. You know, but I doubt they argue with that. That's a, we leave it what it is. What's up to my man Ernest on the check-in on uh, YouTube? Let's get a little... Hmm? Let's wet that whistle. All right, so... Let's go ahead. Let's 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 put this. Let's get this two cents in. So, Comcast pretty much they threw up their money. They took a couple of loans. They was like, "Yo, we gonna we gonna we gonna fight Disney for this." Then Disney just basically did one of these numbers. Disney said, "You know what? Uh, I want." Disney did like an old grandpa. You know that one uncle that used to come out. Disney said, "Let me see. Hold on. Bam!" And dropped that money. Dropped that money and was like, "Yo, what you gonna do?" You ain't balling as hard as me. You you don't you don't have it. We got the money. We ain't got a mortgage night. We ain't got to take loans. We let me open up. Be like one like like one of them old grandma southern grandmas. Let me let me open my change purse, baby. Hold on. Let me get my change purse open and open this. That's how that's how Disney did Fox. That's how Disney did this thing with Fox. That's what they did. All right. So it's like, okay, we got this. All right. Now, ah, what does it mean? What does it mean for the fans of the X-Men franchise and the Fantastic Four? Yes, thank you to my man Wilbur for bringing that up in the YouTube chat. Yo, let me tell you. It means absolutely nothing. The rumor jumping around on the internet right now is X-Men Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants will be the last Fox-produced films hitting the market. There's another rumor, excuse me, running around saying, yeah, yeah, I, I feel you, Leave. I feel you. You know, Facebook gets that back, get that backlash on the type. I know. But, yo, all right. So, the other thing is, um, they said, the uh, other rumor is, they're just going to cancel it outright. They're going to just take those movies. They're going to do it. They're going to say, wait a minute. What we got? X-Men, Dark Phoenix, New Mutants. X-Men, Dark Phoenix. Yo, hey, what y'all going to do? Get this out of here. That's how they're treating it. That's how they're treating it. That's what they do. All right? And I don't feel bad. Okay, Hugh Jackman done. Hugh Jackman is done, done, overdone. Done, done, done. All right? You know, Ryan Reynolds is the only salvageable thing from all those X-Men films right now and all that stuff. I say, what I say is just tank the whole thing, recast everybody, start from scratch, 
integrate them into the Marvel Universe post-Infinity War. You give it about two years, you know, have that as the phase five. All right? Do with them what you was going to do with the Inhumans. You know? That's why the Inhumans went from movie to TV. Because you can't tell me. You can't tell me. All right? <laughs> now, this is the thing. Hey, because of the language, that one's not going to jump into the chat. <laughs> Low cuts, Levi. It ain't going to jump in the chat. But I'm going to say, yes, that is why there was no X-Men presence in the Marvel versus Capcom game because of Fox holding on to the property rights and was like, no, 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 no. That is true. That is true. I'm going to... I'm going to hide that because eventually I'm trying to get some sort of sponsorship. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. I mean, I, I'm a, I, hey, I address you. I don't want you to think that I ain't see your stuff, all right? But I got I to gotta be, I got I to gotta censor, you know. I got I to gotta try to get my YouTube monetization back. That's how that rolls. So I'm going to hide it, all right? But I'm going to watch it. Mm. That's how that works, you know. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, homeboy. I'm trying. It's all good. But that is why. Now you're going to get a lot of things. Disney is, I'll be honest with you. It, it's facts, though. It is facts. That's why if you go online and you take a look at something like the Marvel Comics posters, you'll see, like, they show a poster and they have, they make one every year. And they go, boom, boom, boom. These are all our characters in this big collage. I got one on my desk, but my desk is dirty, so I'm not going to show it to you. But this is the deal, all right? And they show all their characters. For the past, like, three, four years, they had not one of them. Let me say not none of X-Men in that picture. <laughs> they not, not no new X-Men, not no old X-Men, not no X-X-Men, none of that. Not not none of That's why they turned Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch into augmented humans and not mutants in the comic book. That's why they say that Magneto ain't their daddy. I'm just letting you know. That's a, Yo, they was like, yo, Fox was like, they had no choice but to sell this stuff to Disney. Marvel was like, yo, you got our most popular, picked, our, our most prime properties in X-Men and the Fantastic Four. You made your money, son. You made your money. You brutalized our stories. You pretty much, you know, you did a Me Too movement on my stuff. You know, because what they did was criminal. It's not that Disney and Marvel had beef with X-Men. They originally had beef with Fox. That's what they did. They had beef with Fox. And when you have beef with Fox, Fox did not want to keep the characters in a certain creative line. They said to themselves when they were making these movies, when they were doing these things, they was like, yo, we're going to get as much money as we can why we got these properties. We're going to start releasing movies. We're going to change powers. Yeah, we're doing it in association with you. We could do just so much. But, you know, Marvel and their shady business practices, or shall I say busted business practices, before they got purchased by Disney, that was to blame. Marvel was on the verge of bankruptcy in the late 90s, early 2000s. And they were just selling off properties, selling the rights to movies just to keep the comic book side afloat. Let's keep it real, all right? If somebody from Marvel watches my stuff, please tell me any different. Sh tell me that that wasn't it. And they 
and whoever their team was gotten some of the crappiest deals ever. And that's why you have New Line Cinema movies. Yeah, we got Blade out of it. Blade was awesome, all right? But what happened, you got stuff like those Raggedy Fantastic Four movies. You got stuff like um, those Punisher movies that were just, just atrocious, in my opinion. They were okay. The only one that was good was that one with Thomas Jane, in my opinion. But, you know, you had to wait till New Line Cinema went bust, bring that back in. All right. Now, the last hurdle is Sony and Universal. And Disney can make Marvel whole. Open up the pocketbooks, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, but they, hey, that's what they did. See, what the way they, the reason why they made Juggernaut a mutant in those things is because if they did not, they would have had to revert the Juggernaut's properties over to Marvel. This is how the thing worked. What they did was you had the X-Men and any character that was primarily associated or made their debut in the X-Men comics or primarily appeared in the X-Men comics had, were owned as part of that property. That's what was up. All right. That's how that went. Now, with that being said, they were throwing out names and everything. Why do you think you got Shatterstar? Okay. Why do you think you got Shatterstar? And if you haven't seen Deadpool 2, I'm sorry I'm about to spoil it. He dies. And he died like a sucker. That's why you had all those characters popping up and disappearing. Popping up and disappearing in the X-Men films. You know, Kitty Pryde was an afterthought. A main X-Men character was an afterthought. Why? Because they wanted to hype up Hugh Jackman, they wanted to hype up Wolverine, and they wanted to ride that Wolverine train until it was over and done. I am so glad Disney purchased Fox. Now, by default, they own the rest of your childhood. All right? So... They own Lucasfilms, they own the Fox properties, and now they got all their Marvel properties. Now, what does that mean for us as fans? Hopefully, we could get some thought-out films. Now, a lot of people get mad. They'll say, oh, now we can't have R-rated. Oh, I mean, some properties will stay R-rated. Deadpool has no choice but to be R-rated. All right? Bottom line. You know, people are clamoring. Maybe Hugh Jackman will come back. Hugh Jackman too damn old. Get a new actor. That's the problem with a lot of stuff in Hollywood. Everybody wants to look at and get all these old-ass actors. Hell, I'm old. Get me, but I'm new. <laughs> that's the way I look at it. So, but that's that. I can't wait. It's at least three to four years before you'll see any repercussions of X-Men or Fantastic Four inside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're still trying to figure out how they're going to deal with the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the departures of Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., and Chris Helmsworth, and uh, Tom Hiddleston, because those guys really made the movies for the past 10 years, and, you know, after a certain point, you got to replace the actors. This joint is like James Bond, yo. Um, you know, hey, I, I love Roger Moore. Don't get it twisted, but I sure wouldn't want to watch Roger Moore as James Bond right now. You got to go ahead and swap them out. It's a character. You got to work with it. Just, you know, hey, you enjoy the fact that certain actors played those characters extremely well. 
you know, but for every Sean Connery, they got to make way for Roger Moore. They got to make way for a Prince Bronson now and then. <laughs> you know, you got to do that. You got to go ahead and let it grow. And then at a certain point, you just got to let a movie franchise live. Let it go. Let it stay where it stays. But anyway, that's it for this week. I gave you my opinion, my points of views. That's the stuff. You don't hope they don't Mickey Mouse alien. Well, that's the, I'm going to tell you this. Alien might not survive. Mm. Alien. They were talking about cutting Alien before Disney even purchased it. So what I hope is, is Alien gets resurrected. Mm, that sounds like a good title, Alien Resurrection. Yo, Disney, if you make Alien Resurrection, get your boy. Actually, bringing in a new actor for Iron Man and Thor is not really difficult. You just got to, you know, you're as bad as we want to reference past events, you got to get the storyline and work it over. You got to get the storyline and get into a new arc where it doesn't have to reflect back too much on the old stuff. That's how you do that. That keeps you from having reshoots. That keeps you from doing flashback scenes where you're showing a different actor, that type of thing. I mean, but with the way stuff's going on now, take a look at Star Wars. Carrie Fisher passed away, all right? But she's going to be in episode nine. They got deleted footage from previous uh, filmings from the last episode. Then they got voiceovers. They could digitally enhance and, you know, make an actor look like another actor or computer generate another actor with the permission of that actor's families or permission of that actor. Heck, you see how they made Robert Downey Jr. look young, like back to his below zero days or whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, they're getting ready in Captain Marvel to de-age Sam Jackson a little bit. And, and, you know, so it is what it is. You know? Well, see, but that's Fox. Now, once Sony studio, once, um, excuse me, ugh, I said Sony, bad words out my mouth. Let me say, but once they get, um, once they get Marvel Studios helming the Fantastic Four and they reboot it, you be in good shape. What I will say, though, I would love for them to go with some unknown actors, give some unknown actors some shine. I know they like to get that draw power with that new, with them old school cats, but, you know, get some new stuff. I got one of my partners. He's an actor out in Hollywood. Give him a shot. He make a great Johnny Storm. He don't even watch my stuff, but I'm going to give him a shout out. My boy Terry Nova, he make a great Johnny Storm in the movie, you know? This is a dude that used to work for with me in Alaska. You know, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, just saying. He'd make a great Johnny Storm in a Fantastic Four reboot. Yo, Disney, if you hire this dude, get with me. <laughs> get with me. I want 5%. I want 5% of what you cut that initial check for. Holler at me. <laughs> but that's how that works. You know what I mean? You do it like that. Get some of these new cats. Build them up. Boom. Now you got new stars for new stuff. I'm really getting real frustrated with all these sequels, reboots. Well, not so much sequels, but getting killed with these reboots from like years and years past. I mean, it's like, okay, you know, certain things don't need reboots, but they doing it anyway. But I just go out there. But anyway, that's it, y'all. Yo, how long have I been on here? I've been on here for... 
27 minutes and you know I don't usually run past 30 minutes so let me hit that music hit you with the outro and now ladies and gentlemen it is time for the shameless shameless plug yo if you enjoy going full nerd what I need what I want for you to do this is what I need you to do all right I need you to go on youtube.com and click the subscribe button the bell button for youtube.com slash going full nerd that's right youtube don't pay me no money because ain't none of y'all watching me not a bunch of y'all a whole bunch of people ain't watching me on there so we got to get that working we got to get that on and popping also if you want to listen to me in your car just get the audio get the sound of this golden voice <laughs> yeah you go ahead and Pop up Spotify, pop up iTunes podcast, pop up Google podcast, or even get it at the source anchor.fm slash going full nerd. Just go look up that term, going full nerd. You'll hear this wonderful voice. And as always, if you want to catch up on comic book news, press releases, and something every now and then, and a couple of movie reviews here and there when I got the ability to make it to the theater, you'll be able to go ahead and check it all out on goingfullnerd.com. Whoo, that was a mouthful. Let me hit this music. Let me hit that music, and I'm out of here.